repentance. Zikr has been emphasized in the Quran Sharif in such a way that other things, very few other things have been emphasized in such a way. Likewise in the Hadith, the importance of Zikr is full. We often hear the example of the link and the association between Elm and Zikr. What is the example of these two aspects? One example which is commonly used, which also explains it very well, that Elm is like the road and Zikr is the light. If a person is on a dark road, he doesn't have any light, the way he will finish off is obvious, but it's very, very difficult to remain on the road. A person knows the direction, he knows the way, but because of the darkness, he to keep deviating, so he keep falling off the road. He will keep driving into some ditch. If he's walking, he might walk into some tree or whatever the case is and walk into some hole that might be on the ground. So this is a very dangerous situation. Another example of it is like a person in a dark place, all the various things, various items are in front of him, very useful things. All kinds of tools, all kinds of might be sharp objects, everything that has a very, very good use in it. But in the darkness, a person, he doesn't know what he's taking in his hand, the way he's applying it. In the darkness, he will misuse what has been placed there for a very good use. Instead of bringing any kind of good with it, he's going to harm himself, he's going to harm others also. This is the extreme importance of zikr with ilm. Without this light, person will have the ilm, but there's a very severe danger that if the zikr is not accompanied with ilm, that light is not there in the heart, he will end up misusing this ilm. This very ilm which was a means of getting very close to Allah Ta'ala, this ilm now will be used to deviate even others. He will pull things out of context, he will use things in order to gain dunya for himself, to gain some kind of popularity, whatever he will do, whatever he takes, because the light is missing. So now this which was a means of getting very close to Allah Ta'ala and taking himself, taking others directly to Jannah also, this now becomes a means of the opposite. So this ilm and zikr go hand in hand. And to the extent that the zikr will be alive, there will be this nur in the ilm, and this ilm will become a means of benefit for the person himself and become a means of him benefiting others also. To the extent that the zikr stops, then it will leave space for all the other darknesses to come in. <coughs> and when those darknesses creep in, then Allah forbid, this is a very dangerous thing. The king in India, who was known as Akbar, started off his own deen, deen ilahi and he distorted deen to such an extent that hardly anything of deen was left. And he called it deen. Two of the people that were the main people behind it, he himself was not of that caliber that he or rather knew anything much that he could even make any kind of use anything out of context also, let alone use anything within context, even use it out of context, he didn't have any knowledge of that extent. But there were two people who had very learned people, Abu Fazal, Faisi, they were, these were their names, 
the knowledge and ilm in terms of the kitabi knowledge and the, the theory of things was to such an extent that they had written an entire tafsir using only those letters which don't have dots. The ba, the ta, the ta, jim, kha, how many letters come out of the alphabet? Excluding all those letters, only the letters that don't have dots were used to compile an entire tafsir. This was the expertise. But what, because of this lack of zikr, the light was not there. For the greed of dunya, they became the supporters of Akbar and they formulated the so-called deen-e-ilahi It was a complete distortion of deen. There was no namaz left in it, there was nothing left in it. So now where this deviation came from? And this zikr wasn't there. The zikr is not just confined to the verbal zikr. The verbal zikr is the first step. The verbal zikr is extremely important and this is the first step that brings the reality of zikr in the heart. So this is the thing to be very conscious about. It's not something for the sake of, or for the time of madrasa. Madrasa is now in session now, so there's a time to now make zikr, so we'll make zikr. Or we might be asked perhaps that did we make our zikr for the day, so we'll make it. So this is for us, for life. And especially we are on the path of ilm, without this light, it's even more dangerous than a person who is not on the path of ilm, neglecting zikr. That person too is also harming himself. The person on the path of ilm, neglecting zikr is far more in greater danger, because what where he will fall, Allah forbid, can be even more serious. This is something to be very conscious about, that little mujahada that it takes to make sure that the zikr takes place in time, that mujahada has to be undertaken. And inshallah this will then open the way for everything else.